I cannot believe what I put in my body all the time. It's just awful. Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Thanks for that, Vance. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 49, one away from the Big 5-0, and it's October 12th, 2016. This week's top Patreon supporters are Luis Gonzalez, Make Build Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather Jimmy DeResta, Trustin Timber, Sean Petty, and Scott Turner. Gentlemen, what are you working on this week? What's cooking? Wait, I, d- I just wanted to make the comparison. This this podcast and uh, Bill Luce have a lot in common. They both went away from the Big Five O, right? Coming up, I've got basically I can count in weeks. I can count weeks now. So can we? One week. How about you? When's your birthday? January. Okay. <laughs> so technically, I got another year. Yeah. So you've been lying to us. Yeah. And this math lesson brought to you by Tim and Bill. What's on your workbenches, gentlemen? Okay, well, first? I'll go. I'll, I'll go. Um, um, so I, I, I think I told you guys I'm making this this uh, um, I, uh, Scott Turner, who we'll talk about later, but uh, he challenged me to make something out of that big spotlight thing, you know, industrial warehouse lighting fixture that I have. And I just showed you guys last week, and it's like, oh, it's not what I intended at all. I thought it looked like a like a bathroom sink. And mm-hmm. now it still kind of looks like a bathroom sink, but I basically cut the fixture in half and sunk it into this piece of wood, and it's like a salad bowl, and I filled it up with crushed glass and sea glass that I found, and um, I'm filling that with epoxy, and then the light will shine from up underneath, and it's on the, it'll be this like stand, table stand, lighted top, salad bowl, glass lighted thing. Wow. Wow. What a, that's a perfect sounding like Etsy listing. You know, it's yeah. it's because I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it. Casey's <laughs> like, she's looked at the progress of it, and she, uh, she's like, "Are we keeping this?" I'm like, "I don't know yet. I, I'm not even sure why this is getting built, but it's going to be cool." And now that I built it, it's kind of weird because I found that if you think about, so think about a salad bowl, and instead of filling that up with glass and resin, you know, epoxy or uh, like you know, two part epoxy, yeah, um, I could have just put a a piece like layered it with a piece of clear glass just shy of the top and made one layer and it would look like it was full. Yeah. But then I was thinking, would I have the depth? You know what I mean? And now that I'm kind of halfway through, it's like it's setting up with the first pouring and it's full of glass. Um, I'm kind of going, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's depth that it's just going to not let as much light shine through as all by doing it that way. But it's kind of too late now because, you know, I poured resin over a bunch of stuff inside of a salad bowl. Wow. How much light are you putting through? Um, I converted the, the shop light was a uh, 240 industrial mega monster light. Like, uh, I forgot. Metal what they yeah, it's like the it's the big base. So I got an adapter to put in that turns into a medium base. So I'm just putting a regular LED uh like regular house bulb light up underneath it. So it'll be enough. And it's got some glow in the dark features to it as well. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be cool. It's just um, a weird thing. I've done things with sea glass. In fact, it was a trip down memory lane to go to this place where I collected it and how sad that is. And I was thinking about that. All this basically 
broken bottles thrown into the ocean that have collected on this beach over hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, And some of it is so, like, it looks melted almost. So did it come from way out in the ocean by some volcanic lava flow under the sea? Or did the ship catch fire in the San Francisco Bay when it sank? You know what I mean? It's like this, all these bottle tops that are melted and just, it's weird looking. Hmm. But yeah, but sea glass is fun, and uh, both coasts have it. So I collected a bunch of that, and then I also found and used a bunch of um, um, what do you call it? Uh, like tempered glass. I found a whole bunch of it that was broken. The guy was installing a window, and there's a pile of it outside. I'm like, hey, can I have it? Because it's pretty. It looks like diamonds. So mm. I was, uh, so I've had that for years, and uh, decided to mix that in with it. So I have a bowl of diamonds and sea glass in a, in a metal salad bowl light table. That sounds like the Yeti listening. Use the there word diamond. It there it is. Turned it into a bar cart. That sounds like it'd be really cool. Uh, not big. It's square. It's small and square. So it wouldn't quite be. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's more like a like a hall table. Small and square. It sounds like what people used to call me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> but um, bump. He's on it. What about you, Tim? What are you working on? Um, what am I working on? Uh, well, I, I did want to wish uh, Phil Pinsky a happy Canadian Thanksgiving, because right? I know it's a very important holiday. Thank you. Top. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He said while well, shaking his head, questionably, yeah. no. <laughs> no work today. Yeah. yeah. I do have um, a local government job, so the fact that it's Columbus Day, I had the day off as well. Yeah, I work for myself, so I worked today. <laughs> happy, happy Columbus Day to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, um, I, I don't really want to accept that um, salutation from you, uh, just out of principle, but I appreciate the sentiment, and I love you. Okay, and we're fast-forwarding <laughs> politics. Tim, what are you working on? Yes, how about that? <laughs> uh, what am I working on? I had um, – oh, well, my my new website is, is up and running, uh, so the, I've – been the butt of some jokes about having a sort of outdated website and uh d jason Payne, uh jason Payne, he is a, a maker friend of ours on the interweb and he knows how to do that type of stuff so i i asked him to help me rebuild my website he did a fantastic job and so if you go to timsway.net it's actually i'm still moving into the site but it's 21st century i can update it like easily without you know using smoke signals and all that <laughs> like my old one but uh <laughs> there is an easter egg on the page and you have to click on the Easter egg to find my old page, which you might want to find my old page from like 1997. So <laughs> it's kind of a Bill joke. wasn't even born then. Yeah. So that's, that was kind of fun. I, I'm just curious to see how many people can find the Easter egg. Um, I graduated high school else? in 97. Thank you very much. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. First try. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Um, my my new table saw, the electrician came today, and Jimmy's old table saw, my new table saw, now works. I uh, cut All stuff. right. Oh, How awesome. exciting. How was that? It was great. I started, I'm still setting it up, you know, like I'm um, putting, like I, the, the first thing I cut I had to do was at a 45 degree angle, so I had to make a plate for that. But it's it's got a nice insert in it, like um, uh, for like a zero clearance. So there's, instead of, you know, when you have to, you make your own zero clearance, you usually have to make it like kind of an oval shape. Mm-hmm. This has got an insert inside the piece. I forget the brand name on it. It's a, an aftermarket thing that Jimmy okay. put in there. Uh, so you can level this thing all out, nice piece of machined aluminum. And then there's just a rectangle that you put inside. That you can just put a like a quarter-inch piece of plywood in. And uh, So you only have to cut a rectangle, and it just screws right in. Then you can oh. just cut your zero clearance. So you can make 10 of them at, like, in 10 seconds, you know what I mean, which is awesome. 
Wow. Um, and just you could just have one for every blade, whatever. Um, so that's a pretty cool little feature, although it does take six screws to get it in and out. But, you know, hey, did, Allen you, um, keys. did you give yourself some extra 220? Uh, I got a yeah, I got a 220 line run and it's I just have one plug run, though, and I can use that for my plasma cutter. So okay. um, I put the same plug on the electrician. I went back and forth, found a way that was safe. So I had a licensed electrician do it. So it's all proper. I didn't like right. dig some stuff out of a dumpster and, <laughs> and hook it up like you I know. did. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but so, uh, so yeah, so the plug is in a location where I can plug the table saw in without the cord going out. And when I want to use my plasma cutter, it's it's on a, a cart with wheels, so I can just wheel it over there. It's very all very close. It was part of when I redesigned my shop all those months ago. Uh, I knew I was getting that saw, so I had that in mind. Um, so it's nice to see that kind of coming together. Uh, and then the other thing I had, I know I'm still going, is um, uh, a gentleman named Randolph. I met when I was in Jimmy's shop uh, like six or seven months ago, and he gave me the saw. Uh, and he is a filmmaker. He's, you know, Raina, the girl that did the stuff with the baseballs with, um, with Jimmy, uh, where they cut baseballs in half. My Yankee universe is her channel. Uh, no. uh she's a, for, a no. 14 year old girl. Really, really nice girl. Hi, Raina. I don't know if you like Raina. And, uh, so I met her and her dad, they were filming this thing where Jimmy and her were cutting uh baseballs in half and they were doing some, like some post-production, but Randolph is making a documentary about makers um, and he's been working on it for a little while. And he came to my shop last week from New York. I picked him up at the train station and, and he followed me around for a little bit and we did some stuff. So that was kind of fun. That's and cool. all, all of that, I am actually starting to make stuff. <laughs> uh, I just made some, uh, some bracelets that I'm going to have a video in a couple of weeks that are kind of interesting. It's this sort of weird sentimental thing. Um, that you'll get to see. And I made new t-shirts for myself because all my shop t-shirts were all just turning to rags. They're all melting and, and stuff. And so I made new t-shirts. I'm going to have a video coming out for that pretty soon. And I, they came out interesting. I tried another technique. I wanted to do something different than my last two t-shirts. And so I've got a whole different technique now. I think they're my best looking t-shirt and, um, I'm thinking about putting them up for sale. I think I might do like a pre-order you thing. Should. Like sell uh, 10 I'll, or 20. I, I, I want printer. to. I want okay. To. Well, I'll charge you double for each and that'll work out pretty good for someone else. So yeah. And somebody else, Phil can have two. But so yeah, I think they came up pretty good. If you st- if you go to my Instagram, you can see pictures of them. And uh, so yeah, that's that's video and, and information will be coming out. Hopefully by the end of or by this weekend, I'll have a video on that. What about the video you just put out? Oh, I, yeah, I did just put that video out. That was for Maddie. I made a um, a little lighted box. Uh, that was this thing. There's this piece of plastic. We think it was a slide bearing off of a boat because uh, she found it uh, very near Point Judith, which is where Paul Jackman lives now. Um, it, but uh, it's, I still like it. <laughs> Sorry, nice guy. <laughs> I love First of all, discloses his personal location. Well, and I, didn't then, the, I didn't give the address of Thompson. What I like the most, though, did you notice, Phil, how when Tim makes it funny and he thinks it's funny, he thinks it's really funny. Yeah. yeah. I, I think you almost broke a chair leg there. He was busting yeah. out of that chair so fast. <laughs> I, I am my biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to like me <laughs> or else, or, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so Paul is about, I think a half hour from then. I'm not really sure. But, um, yeah, Maddie found this piece of plastic on the shore like six years ago and I just started my business. And, uh, and so she gave it to me, like, can you, can make something out? I was like, Oh, and I just never knew what to do with it. And then a, a couple of weeks ago I was cleaning the shop and I found it again, you know, and it was Maddie had just turned 18 like that, that week. 
And, uh, and I just I was like, Eureka, I'm going to make a box out of it and put lights in, in the holes. And so I came up with the idea altogether. It took me like an hour and a half to make that project and another half hour to make the video. It was just like one of those things. And it, I, I think it came out nice and I hope it inspires some other people to think about ways of making gifts instead of, instead of buying them, you know, but I just well, talked, that was, for, that was that my was whole touching. podcast. I'm not allowed to talk anymore for the rest of the <laughs> that podcast. Was, that, was a, that was, that was a touching <laughs> story. And, and I think a lot of us appreciated the uh, sentiment of that. And it does remind us that we can do more with reclaim than just uh cut up pallets for Sterling Davis. <laughs> we can also do it for Maddie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I mean, you know what? I think what that tells you is that gifts um, where you pay attention, you know, where where the recipient sort of is touched by the gift are infinitely more valuable than, you know, something that you just paid a lot of money for. Well, I, I believe so. And I have that every year. I was just starting to think about it now. Every year I do my anti-Black Friday video. And this will be my fourth year of doing it where I make something out of reclaimed materials to encourage. Do you have Black Friday in Canada, Phil? Yes. Kind of, Okay. <laughs> you looked at me funny. But you know, I encourage people to. It's called Plaid Friday, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Scottish Kilt Friday. Yeah. You know, it's I where think... you encourage, encourage someone to, to make a gift instead of just, you know, being a sucker into this whole consumerist, like, ridiculousness. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to make this year. I haven't thought of it yet, but that's the same sort of sentiment behind the video I just put out this week. Of, hey, but, how do you feel about. Because there actually is something called Plaid Friday that goes on in. Um, uh, Oakland where Casey's salon is. And it's basically, it's a, it's, um, shop local, support your local shops, um, not big box stores, things like that. So they call it plaid Friday and it's like help support the local business, small business, uh, like in her area. What do you, what do you think about something like that? There, there's, there is a small business Friday or something like that, that happens that time. It was like cyber Monday. And there is one that happens here I feel like it was sponsored by like American Express or something. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody <laughs> small and local. Yeah, you know, just one of the, but it was like it was, you know, encouraging people to to support their community. And obviously I'm on board with that. I mean, that's you know, that's what we should all be doing is trying to you know, we can make the world we all want to make the world a better place, right? I assume so or I hope so. And you know, one of the easiest it's overwhelming to think about it, but the the way we can collectively is if we make our neighborhood a better place and everybody does the same, then the world is a better place. So don't worry about saving the entire world. Save your neighborhood first, and that's going to spread, you know. Uh, that's how I see it. Like jelly. Well, I was going to say like butter, but. Yeah, but I like jelly. Okay. You spread. Hey, Phil, <laughs> what are you working oh, what on? What am I working on? You finally ask for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, I also put out a video uh, this week, actually. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. And it's the one I actually talked about last week. Like I said I was gonna do it and then I did it. So I'm I'm pretty proud of the fact that I actually came through. Many your word. Yes. Certainly doing my, my best to do that. But um more than anything, more than the video, it's just been like an amazing transformation of my shop and uh and it was fantastic. I mean it's really nothing complicated. I mean it was some, some junction boxes screwed to some pallet wood and then I mounted it on my ceiling, but it replaced these T8s that I had that I salvaged from work, and I have a feeling I know why they threw them away. <laughs> uh, they were loud, they flickered, and like just constant like buzzing sound. And I was ready; it, it just made me not want to be in the shop anymore. So I said, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something about it." And I did, and it's fantastic. And uh, I actually put on I put up some more fixtures <laughs> after the video, and I, I might be uh, I might be the new Rod Reyes here entering uh, the Rod Reyes territory. Say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, I got, uh, I got, I got to tell you, dude. Seriously, that was the first of your videos that I've watched, and I think I've seen all your videos. 
You yeah. looked happy. You looked like you were having fun. Uh, it was like, I don't know what hat transpired between you and Tim during the last time when you guys did that whole Because you usually look miserable. <laughs> yeah, you do. You look like you're just, you know, you're suffering through it. And you just look, I enjoyed that video so much. I enjoy all of them. But that video, I just, it was perfect. It was a great video to watch. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate that. Well, I genuinely was kind of elated. Like, that was my actual reaction. I put on... I put on the, uh, you know, the video camera and then I went and I plugged it in for the first time and I was like spinning around. I was so happy. Just like, I can see that I need to clean the shop up cause it's a little dirty now, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, it was, it's fantastic. So, you know, all to say is, you know, the, the thing that we very rarely think about in our shops is, is light and it's so critical. And my point of this video was that it does not have to be expensive. You don't need to spend a hundred dollars a fixture. You could spend nine bucks and and just put something up there and uh and my, the bulbs that I used are these LED bulbs and they have their own diffusers so you really don't need to diffuse uh the light it doesn't need to be this big complicated thing mm. so uh so that's what I did and I've got a couple of whiskey boxes uh that have to go out tomorrow so it might be a late night for me tonight and uh that's what I've been working on well I saw I saw the whiskey boxes on your Instagram uh they look good and I'm sorry yeah. you were impatient because I had bought a 48 pack of those LED bulbs and I was going <laughs> to ship them to you. But I'm, I'm, glad you decided, I'm excited. You go, I'm glad you went with the LED. You'll be much happier. So yeah, no, it's great. First of all, um, it, it's just much better light because I still do have a couple of CFLs um, in the in the garage that are sitting above my sort of mechanical workbench, and it's just a very different light. It's I find it like much more. Like glaring, it's very different. You know the LED you know, lights. Those, are just, those are just T8s, but they're shaped differently, right? Yeah, yeah. but they, they, yeah, you're right. They are, but they're just smaller and they're wound. And there's yeah, you're right. They are. I, I like I like the LED light better. First of all, it's a different color temperature. I think uh, the color temperature that I got for the LEDs is like three thousand, which is much much warmer. It's closer to a yellow, and then the CFLs are like six thousand, which is closer to daylight or almost like medical white. <laughs> so it's it's very different. Yeah, I've been thinking about switching to uh, to lanterns uh, running whale blubber. What do you guys think of that? Uh, not I, as efficient as gas lights, me. but I think yeah. you would like that. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> because if, if there's a nuclear holocaust, you'd also have a food source. So <laughs> very high in, in calories. It's good. Yeah, yeah, good. and a warm place to sleep. If you you know. Are you going to be blubberizing the whale yourself or? Oh, yeah. You know me. Big whale hunter. Yeah, because yeah. That's, haven't you seen Have you seen on TV when they, they survive in the tundra, they cut the whale open, they slip inside so they stay warm? Uh, I believe no, that was the Empire no, Strikes that Back. That was Star Wars. That was on, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that what was it was. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> okay. And that was a tauntaun. On Hoth, right? Was that the planet Hoth? That's right. The ice planet Hoth. Yeah, well, yeah I know a little bit so, about Star Wars. I was close. I mean, come on. You got to give me credit. Pretty, yeah, close. pretty close. Pretty close. The tundra, uh, a whale, tauntaun, toth, same thing. Yeah, I don't think there's any whales on the tundra. Now that I think about it, they're usually near water. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was taking you really seriously there for a second. On that one. <laughs> usually near water. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're mammals. I mean, you know, it's true. All right, is it time to say what we're watching? Are we done yet? <laughs> Well, I'm getting pretty close to being done. But uh, <laughs> instead, let's talk about our topic. And this week, sort of continuing continuing on in our series, sort of like of 
challenges that we've overcome, like in our own little inner worlds and in our outer worlds. This this week's topic is called Hive Mind, and it basically has to do with with Bill raising his finger. Well, I was going to say, does it also include stuff that's going on in our own little mind? Yeah, it's our inner okay. worlds. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. So uh, this week is called the hive mind, and it essentially is the the community that we all belong to as makers. You know, like whether it's a it's a small one, maybe, maybe you've got a, a couple of buddies that you text back and forth with, maybe it's the Facebook group that a lot of us are a member of, maybe it's Instagram, maybe it's Twitter, all that stuff. You know, the the people that we feel we belong with and that we reach out to when we need help really are changing what it means to be a maker, what it means to be a woodworker, a metal worker, all these these resources that exist that did not exist you know, two to five to 10 years ago that just, you know, this, this craft or these crafts were very solitary and now they are much, much more community oriented. And, and if you guys will indulge me, I'll tell a quick little story that happened to me literally, you know, just a few hours ago. Um, I'm not even asking, I'm just going to go ahead and bull right through. Um, so my wife asked me to make some cubbies for the kids. Sir, what do you, all right, I'm just going to ignore you. Uh, my wife asked me to make some cubbies for the kids, and I'm going to do it out of melamine. So I, I went and I bought some melamine this weekend, and uh, and I had a little test piece because I'm going to use um, my router to do these dados so that I can do the slots and stuff. And um, and I have a five eighths inch bit, and I routed a groove, and then you know the five eighths inch melamine is just it's way 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 too tight. I had to smash it in there, and then it causes these chip outs. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? Was there maybe I thought maybe there's like a special bit like a slightly oversized bit that maybe you'd use for melamine that that's what it's for who knows so i sent a question onto the facebook group i said is there a special bit for this or whatever so within like i'm gonna say five minutes i had two answers within 10 minutes i had like 15 answers and um and there's another phil on the group and he replied back just genius he's like are you using an edge guide i'm like yes he's like put some tape on the edge guide route your groove take the tape off route again and then you've got a slightly wider 5 8 inch you know, groove and then you're done. So that kind of thing that just would have never occurred to me was sort of spoon-fed to me in the course of a few minutes. And it just makes me really, really appreciate the age that we live in and, and being a maker here and now. So that's sort of a very long introduction to what this is. But just the ability to communicate very easily, very quickly with other people just like me, I think is incredible. Yes, I I agree, a okay, thousand what a great percent. Show. Yeah. Hey, can I? Okay, okay. So check this out. I was as you were saying that something that just happened. I think yesterday, the day before, um, on Facebook as well is um um it's kind of a shout out interruption thing that I do, but it goes with what we're talking about, kind of, and it's funny. So bear with me. Uh, Marcus Hoffman is home, safe and sound. He's been sending out pictures of the calendar shots of the the VW bugs that he was. You know, he, he was traveling through California, so he's home safe and sound. And on the same day that Andrew was posting, uh, we got a few, um, big makers and some new members in on the Facebook group. And I'm thinking, Oh, wow. Okay. I haven't heard of these guys. No offense to anybody, but I'm like, okay. And I start checking out their stuff. That's really cool. These guys are pretty big stuff getting into the, you know, this, like you said, this community is growing the hive mind. Everything is getting bigger. And here's Marcus. He posts a question or a little post. That's probably one of the most popular that's been in the group for some time. I think there's probably over 300 responses to it now. And it was simply, if you had to name the last time you passed gas by a movie title, what would it be? 
And there, again, how many, it's the most popular 300 plus responses. I mean, everything from like, you know, earthquake, you know, creature of the black lagoon. I put, you know, night of the living dead. I, but anyway, is that what we're talking about? All these people got together and was one as deep a, impact, uh, but no, that is not what we're talking about. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> we're talking about having access to a community of people just like us who help us problem solve and just feel like we belong and that kind of thing. So are there any other sort of story? <laughs> that was the story you told. <laughs> I have another story, actually. It's way better. And it's actually part of why I was excited about this topic. Go for it. All right. So um, as we all know, um, I'm a little bit older than you guys, not much, but I act like I'm a hundred. And, <clears throat> and for me that what's amazing about this community is the way that it, it has grown and you combine it with technology. And like you said, we have this hive mind, we have questions. There's a thousand answers where so many people that are like, that are like-minded, you know, I, I feel connected now to a network of people like I never have in my life. So um, rewind a little bit to this year has been kind of tough for me. I've had a couple of surgeries and Casey's has her. So there's some stuff going on. So part of the healing process and, uh, is, uh, some medication that I've been taking. Part of that process is also seeing a therapist. So I started seeing this therapist that's close to my house and talking about the anxiety. I think we've all talked about our social anxiety and, and some other things that are going on. And, so I'm talking to this guy about, you know, social anxiety and I just don't like to, you know, people make me nervous and, and blah, 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 blah. So I've had a couple sessions with him. So I finally had to actually come clean with him. So we sit down, Bill, how's, and this was just a few days ago. He's like, Bill, how's it going? I'm like, Hey man, it's going really good. I said, but I got to come clean with you. I know I tell you that I'm socially anxious and I, I don't really like to hang around people, but I actually do a podcast and I'm going to Boston in the beginning of December, and I'm going to possibly be up on stage and interacting with a few hundred people. And he's just looking at me like, well, that doesn't sound like a social link. I said, well, it's part of this maker community. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. And obviously, he lights up a little bit. And he's listening. I said, you know, I, I, I like to build things and make things. And I, I worked with my hands for many, many years. All my life, really. And um, as I was growing up, I never felt a part of like the artist community because it was just untouchable. I didn't know any artists and I didn't feel like I was a part of the uh, furniture builders or woodworker. All these things I felt just kind of isolated. I was just this guy and I make things and I'm crafty and I'm, you know, I, I, I enjoy it. And then this technology came out and YouTube came out and I actually have a, a YouTube channel as well. And he's looking at me and he's nodding his head and I'm I'm trying to explain to him what's gone on in my life lately why i still feel uncomfortable around people but at the same time i'm not because there's so many like-minded people that i know now through this community so i'm talking to and i'm telling and the reason i'm telling you this story i'm going when i go to boston and again i might have the opportunity where i'll be interacting with a couple of hundred people i've never met before and i'm very excited about that but at the same time casey and i or casey has her cousin that she hasn't seen since she was 18 that lives in boston and she called him and we're going to hook up with him too so i can meet him and that terrifies me that <laughs> literally meeting one person is going to terrify me but the fact that i'm going to meet you two for the first time i'm going to meet all these other people and i'm i i'm trying to explain this this maker community i feel like i'm just I know all these people. I just haven't met them yet, you know, and that's why I don't feel scared about it. But here's the best part. So he looks at me, says, well, I got to tell you, 
Have you ever heard of a guy named Jimmy Dressa? <laughs> so I binge watch I binge watch Jimmy Dresta and Izzy Swan videos all the time. I'm like, I know them. I know them. They know who I am. Oh my god. It made my therapy session, you guys, the most amazing ever. It was like I feel healed. I do. There's a part of my soul that feels vindicated that this group, this community is something more special than I even knew. My therapist knows who Dresta and Izzy are. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, you're obviously talking to the right therapist. Like this I, guy I obviously right? gets you. Yeah. yeah. Right? That's super I mean, critical to the therapy process. I'm you telling should, you. You need no, to dig up photos of, of the, the two of them with Go Lutes written on their hands. To show <laughs> That's true. That's uh, true. They know me. They actually like tattooed my name on them, you know. He's like that Izzy guy and his drill powered stuff is just so inc- I'm like, I know. Have you seen the bowling ball he made on a table saw? I haven't seen that one. It was an amazing conversation. But all of that to say, everywhere out there, this maker community has reached out to people that you wouldn't have thought. Even even a psychologist at, at Kaiser Permanente knows people in this maker community what it's about. He, I asked him, do you do any making? And so he was, I really don't, but I, I enjoy – I'm getting more and more into watching these videos of these people that are very creative. And, and I'm like, yeah, and that's where – this community, again, the technology combined with this community and how it's grown is beyond, and just in the last, what, two years, I mean, since our, you know, since we've been doing the podcast in the last year, um, wow, just wow, absolute wow. So that's, that's my gig into the beginning of this um, topic. Well, you know what, just very quickly, where your therapist is now is where I was three years ago, just right. watching videos that I thought were really cool. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should do something, you know, and then, and then that's how all of this started for me. So he's on the right track. Well, actually, the, I'll tell you the, the one scary part real quick. I'm sorry. The one no, scary part of all this. Well, he's going to, he says, you know, hey, I'm going to check out your channel. Now my social anxiety is <laughs> right back through the roof. I'm like, oh, God. Worlds oh, collide. Man. Worlds collide. That's no, you're not allowed to do that. That's, that's crossing the line there, Doc. Yeah, let's keep things <laughs> board here, Doc. What were you going to say, Tim? I I forget. It was just a uh, just some wise Alec comment to whatever you said, but I don't remember what it was anymore. <laughs> well, be careful. You don't want me to get my broccoli steamed. Oh God, no! <laughs> you don't want that. Speaking of social networks, uh, that uh, hashtag steam broccoli I think has been trending on Twitter all week. So, well yeah, done, yeah. you social media mogul, Tim. Hey, I just I do what I can for the community, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, my broccoli. I've been laughing all week. Um, so do you have a similar story, Tim, of that kind of sort of community that helped you out of a jam or made you feel more included? Uh, almost daily, really. I mean, yeah. not not to the extent of Mr. Lutz's story, but I definitely uh, like understand everything you're saying and, and have similar similar things. Like I'm, you know... Uh, I'm not the most, you know, and again, it's funny, like I I spent a lifetime on stages and I've never had any problem being on stages, but when I have to walk off the stage and talk to people one-on-one is when I get really uncomfortable. Um, and, uh, you know, like just last week I was at Jimmy's shop and there's like, you know, Laura's there and Jocko and there's like a dozen people in the shop and, and it, there wasn't any of that. Whereas like, 
you know, prior to some of the interactions of this group, if I were to, to just go into a, a space or like, like, you know, similar with you, with your wife, like I go with my wife and her friends and it's dinner or something. I'm uncomfortable and awkward and I want to have my back to the wall and be able to see the door and, you know, and all that type of stuff, <laughs> you know, you too, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like to know where the door is, you know, <laughs> like to know where the door is. Yeah. You know, you feel that's coming in and when I can go out. Right. You know, feeling trapped and all that stuff. Um, but I want to talk more about the, the positivity of it and like I, I mean almost a daily basis uh, stories more like Phil's of the like what's the best way to just widen this gap a little bit you know and these little tricks because I don't really know anything you know beyond what I know you know I'm a I'm on a journey to learn as much as I can and that's why I share the information I that I have because I might know something that some other people don't know or I have some ideas some other people haven't and I love getting that back and uh there's many many times I've I mean, well, well, here's one. Just like, you know, I was looking for a, a second computer, a shop computer. So I just put out, I don't know anything about PCs. I use Macs. I put up a message on the on the group. And within 15 minutes, I've got Joel Crawford sending me his old Mac that dual boots as a PC for like like half the price of retail. You know, like that's the kind of community that we have. Now, well, how many times? Here's, here's one. What did you just get wired up in your shop today? And when did you ever think that would happen? Exactly. Who you got it from. Yeah, exactly. Like, a, you know, I mean, this is a, it's retail. It's a $500 table saw, but we would dress his name on it. It's a priceless piece of like history. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's like, it's just like know, Tim need, just got needs, Jimmy's, Jimmy's old table saw in his shop and uh, wired up today running. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, no. And that's, you know, how about uh, Andy Berkey? Uh, he falls in love with this new piece of technology. And so uh, Wes Swain says, Hey, well, let's all get Andy this, the shape code, the shaper router. And so, Within like 24 hours, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, heck yeah, Andy should have that." And everybody pitches in money, and now he's now he's on pre-order list for this this amazing tool. Like, or um, the, geez, the name escapes me. Who was it that had his shop broken into uh, in Pennsylvania? There. Oh, um, um Ben. Ben, yeah, Ben um, Sawyer, ben Sa- Sowers or Sawyers, Sowers. yeah, um, yeah, Ben. You know, poor Ben. He's you know he's making a living with these tools. Some junkies rip him off. And so within like 24 hours, like this group had put a shop back together for him. Like everybody's mailing them tools and there's a GoFundMe account. Uh, you don't it's, – it's a pretty rare and special thing. You don't see that everywhere. Uh, you, you see people that have good intentions and you see people that say the right thing. But it's not anywhere else that I've seen so many people do the right thing. And that's I think wow. what separates this maker community from most other communities is that they're a community of people that do things. They don't talk about things. They do things. And I'm honored to, to have any part of it that I can. 100%. I, I want to make the point that it's that it's bigger than the Facebook group that we talk about so much. Um, I've much experienced this, Yeah. No, I've experienced the same kind of generosity um, on Instagram and on, uh, yeah, mostly just Instagram. It's just, it's, it's huge. It's incredible to see the generosity, both of time, energy, and, and financial, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, generosity that we get. Like mm. I have somebody who literally just reaches out to me out of the blue and says, Hey, I want to, I want to help you out. Uh, name a tool that you need. So I, I think I told this story, but yeah. you know, just sort of like, uh, it's like I could use a router and I was thinking this thing, whole thing is a joke the whole time until he sends me a screen grab of an Amazon order with my address on it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Wow. And that kind of generosity allows me to put out more content. Like I'm going to be putting out these cubbies as a build on, allows me to actually build the cubbies. Like it's something for my family. Mm. And, and it's just an incredible, 
um, feeling, to feel appreciated on that level. And it, it, like I said, I think it's an amazing sort of d- convergence of time, technology, uh, you know, just this movement and, and also a little bit of politics, you know, sort of a lot of these manufacturing jobs that have left uh, North America are coming back, you know, one, one person at a time as we bring the manufacturing into our own homes and our own mm. shops or, you know, whatever that is, you know, I think we are all sort of grabbing the bull by the horns and saying, no, you know, we are people who make, and we're going to do that on our terms. And there's, you know, the fact that we do have this, like the hive mind, I believe is what we're calling this episode. Yeah. Um, that we have this hive mind of information. Now, if I have a customer that, that contacts me and says, you know, can you do this with this? Uh, I can say yes, even if I don't know how, because there's a bunch of people out there that can help me and that are going to point me in the right direction for when you get to that place. And it's not like, you know, it's not the old days. I mean, I guess there's still companies that work this way where you're like, oh, I have some idea. So I'm going to keep it a secret until I can patent the bejesus out of it and then unleash it on the public and they have to like it. And um, that's just such a weird model. But, you know, like here, everybody's like sharing their ideas and building their ideas and growing. And that just seems like it makes more sense to make the world a better place. I really think that, uh, you know, all these, you know, energy crisis issues and all this, that and the other thing. If these companies that are working on this stuff just open sourced what they're doing, like I think that it would just be like everything would be solved like like record time. Like all these, you know, like uh, this, there's people working here on this CNC thing. There's people working on this robotic thing. There's people here that are trying to crack this better battery. There's people here working on solar panels. If they all share their information and cross pollinate like we are in our microcosm of of makers, um, I think that really amazing things could happen. And uh, and I think that this maker community is is part of uh, the the change. And that that perception of things like we're we're living, breathing examples of that. For sure. Um, there are yeah. examples of that kind of open sourcing and just open cooperation in the business community. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There are, but they're that, not but they're the they're the not the norm. They're the No, the but you, you understand that these companies are for profit, right? So for them, this I'm business model of open and sharing means lost profits. But for example, where this these kinds of things meet is when Elon Musk opens up uh battery technology to everybody. Why? Because he needs the infrastructure to be everywhere so that you can charge these these cars anywhere that you go. So if he opens up the battery technology, then other manufacturers start making electric cars and it becomes a more, you know, open environment. And it's not just like this little novelty thing that he's doing. So that's where business meets visionary. And I think that's sort of more of the kind of model that we need to see on a, on a much bigger scale. These old time companies really need to sort of turn their 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 you know their lights on a little bit about how we need to be doing things in the 21st century and here's exactly. an example of somebody who's made a ton of money you know but who is really pushing the envelope and and it's interesting to see innovation and business come together like that well i think you know like, I, I, it is coming together like that um it's just it's it's an evolution it's slow it doesn't happen you know, we are evolving as people and, and the maker community is setting the example as well. Cause I, I would consider that Tesla is really like high paid makers. Um, but so is, but what about, I mean, like Inventables is a small company. They're, um, crowdsourced, I believe, to get started. They got their small CNC, but they keep the software as an open source that everybody can use it. And it's it's shareable and wearable with other types of machines, I think. You know, they're easel software. Yeah. Well again, that's where innovation meets meets sure. business. It's open right. source because, you know, they don't have the resources to make it amazing. 
right? So they open source it, and then other people start contributing to it and making it better and better and better, which ultimately means if this is the software that's packaged with their with their tool, you're more likely to buy the tool because it's got great software that goes with it. So it's like it's mutually beneficial. Right. Well, that's but that's what I mean. There's got to be ways. I mean, I'm no business genius or my business would be more successful. (laughs) Maybe I should stop giving my ideas away. (laughs) But, uh, but you know, I think that we're not like we're not competing with each other like you, me and every, you know, we're not we're competing with this established system of of manufacturing that has gone screwy. Mm -hmm. So like that's why it's okay for us to share. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not competing and and it. If if we if there's strength in numbers, if if we all are working together and we're all understand who we're competing with, and you know, is there's going to be more progress. Um, we're trying. I mean, I I'll say it. I want to put Walmart out of business. You know, <laughs> I can't do it, but all of us can. Well, the idea of Walmart needs to be put out of business. Yeah, but I, should, we gotta- I shouldn't say Walmart per se. The idea <laughs> of Walmart. Yeah, because yeah, no, we, we got a whole bunch of people to worry about then if they don't have jobs at yeah, Walmart. Exactly. Yeah. Even though they can't afford to shop there because they work there. But that's just a political <laughs> thing. Fast forward, fast forward. Yeah. No, but it's similar. You, I know exactly what you're talking about. The mass, the mass market kind of store, mm. you know, the TJ Maxx, the, you know, the Target, that kind of thing that sells things that you and I would, mm. wouldn't even be able to afford the materials for. They're, they're selling the finished good, which means they're yeah. buying it for half that, which means it was sold to them for half of that. So this thing that you have, we have to sell for 200 is actually getting sold to the consumer at 100 but was ultimately made for probably around 15 bucks. So yeah. well, there's in the, in the no way that it could be done properly. Yeah, the footprint that's connected to that. I mean, it's never mind the money and never mind the quality, but there's a footprint connected to that. There's a footprint of, the, you know, of its origins all the way to where it is and the boats and this and that and the other thing. Yeah. There's everybody's dipping their hands in. It's all like fake money because there's always people making money on all these steps along the way that you end up paying – Instead of getting it for fifteen dollars, you know, which is you know unreasonable to begin with, uh, when you and then there's the fact that it ends up in the dumpster in six months to a year because it's a piece of garbage and it doesn't last. You know, um, I can compete with them in a lot of a lot of times, not necessarily like the real bottom line stuff, but I can compete with a lot of this stuff price wise for the most part because I don't have all of that that chain of of expenses. It's just me and the consumer, and I'm going to make something that's going to last forever. You know, we but we need to teach people that. And that's well, why we, we are. I mean, that's yeah, that's what we're doing, and that's what's so amazing about this community in particular. But we always talk about our maker community, but there's other um, ideas and communities that are evolving out there because of technology that everybody around the world are able to get together. And um, this is just ours, you know, the, mm-hmm. the maker community. But there's, there's, it's the world is changing. We're at the very beginning, and um, I, I find that to be highly exciting. And mm-hmm. I, I can say, or I can, you know, on my tombstone, I can say, I was there. <laughs> you, I think you that's a that great anyway. epitaph, right? Yeah. Where was you he? guys can use that if you want, because I just want to share this the way we are. So you're, anybody out there, you're welcome to put that on your tombstone. Good sharing. You have to give him the, the, the credit. So it's, I was there. <laughs> Bill, Bill, Bill Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> your epitaph. That's right. Like who's Bill Lutz and where was he? <laughs> um, I will be in Boston I, I, in December. That's where I'll be. Great <laughs> segue. Right. Uh, yes, I do want to point out really quickly that we we titled this episode "Hive Mind." Uh, you might recognize the the term because I, I've used it a bunch. And you I have. About it Why a, is that? Well, I talked about it a few months ago. <laughs> 
Sorry. How we would never be able to, to move through this without Bill here to help us. Yeah. Thanks for paddling the water. Because I had no idea what I was going to say next, but now I know where to go with this. <laughs> You're welcome. Welcome very I, much. I, I started a YouTube channel a few months ago called The Maker Hive Mind, and I, you guys can see the sign behind me. I actually made a video of me making that sign to promote the uh, the hive mind thing, and I just haven't done it yet. I, I've been too busy to make another time commitment in my life. I've had just just today, Jason Payne was asking me. I've had a couple other people just within the past week say, "Hey, when are you starting that hive mind thing up?" Uh, I do still plan on doing it. Uh, I'm just not quite sure when I'm going to get to it because uh, you know I'm just kind of busy. But I, I, I would be interested if anybody wanted to send some feedback either via this website or to me personally on social media about your thoughts about it. Um, I'd love to hear it if you if you guys are like you know really gung ho. I'll uh, I'll make it happen. So uh, we thought we would use that title for this episode because uh, we do really appreciate the hive mind so much. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh God, <laughs> that's not going to be a thing. We're not doing that. You already got two catchphrases. Yeah, two is absolutely. more than most people get. You know, you know what's funny? I, I, I'd like to say like real quick, one. though, um, about you. I, I can't imagine, Tim, the, the amount of time that you spend already doing everything you do socially, social media-wise. Um, I, I just I, – I can't. I mean, I, I, I know I what I have to go through every day. I have limited time, and it's it's amazing. So – in, in the words of David Picciuto, um, and I'm not directly quoting him because I don't know how to do that. You guys do. That's not my thing. But um, David's always talking about how his channel, things are evolving and they're changing and, and he doesn't know what's coming up next. And he's gone, you know, through the process. So if the hive mind channel thing doesn't, you know, go for it when you want to. And if it, if you end up not having the time to do it, then you don't. I don't nobody's going to hold that against you. And I think we've proven that with other makers who have tried that and have then have then been worried about it. You know, it's like, oh, no, if I change, are people going to be mad at me because, you know, I'm doing something different? No, we love you. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. You know, that is, if there is a downside to this, this community, it is that time sucking factor of it because you, you want to see what everybody's doing and interact right. with everybody and crack jokes. And there's just so many like, like-minded friends and people and they're all witty and funny. Like, so there's a, you know, a gas passing 300 something thread that you have to stop and read because it's funny and you want to, but then you're like, Oh, I got to get this done today. You know? So that is the only downside to it is, is that time management. And it's just, it's the expectations that you have too, because, you know, I feel, I feel pressure with my channel, which is nothing, nowhere. It's just not, it's like, I'm sharing right now with stuff that I do and that's all that I'm doing. Um, but you feel the pressure on like, Hey, when are you going to, what's going on with that table or blah, 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 blah. And it's like, ah, you know, so I, like I said, I, I can't even imagine, um, you're, you're running a business. You're doing this as a full-time job. You're also being, you know, part of the community and, and everything that you share. Uh, I for one appreciate you. Thanks. You know, and I feel bad. Like when I don't, when I don't get to interact as much, you know, right. Like I, sometimes I just get too busy and I just like, I feel bad, but I, I still, I, I still try to answer every comment on my YouTube videos. Yeah. I, well, I just want to take mine. A, I'm just saying, you know, Oh yeah. I just want to take a, a rare uh, 10 seconds here to give Bill a compliment. Uh, oh. You know, um, <clears throat> you, you know, you're being a little self deprecating with your channel, but the truth of the matter is, is I think you're at almost 2200 subscribers. And I think there are plenty of YouTubers who would, um, you know, be extremely jealous of that number. So, you know, maybe take it a little bit more seriously than you are. That That's quite the milestone that you're hit, that you've hit and are continuing to hit. Well, I, I yeah. can't 
imagine why that many people would want to pay attention to what I do, but I will humbly take that um, compliment, Phil, and say that I do more than you know appreciate each and every person that just, I love you all. I do. I feel kind of gushy right now. Is that a word? No, but we're going to just talk about our YouTube videos now because that's, oh. that's, way, that's way too much nice. <clears throat> Tim, what do you? Uh, what channel are you watching? What channel am I watching? Well, I, <laughs> to talk about all this stuff I'm doing. Uh, uh, oh, okay, I'm, I wanted to mention um, James Wright. It's James, isn't it? <laughs> I believe it's James Wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's James. Um, uh, of the Wood the Wood by Right channel. Uh, I was calling the Wood Right, but it's Wood by Right is actually the channel. Uh, he you know, says, hey, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my shop. Uh, he's a super nice guy. Yeah. And he has a super great channel where he does all just like traditional, like no power woodworking, you know, hand tools. And not only is he doing the, the projects, but he's teaching you about the tools and the maintenance. And uh, I need to spend more time watching that channel to get better at sharpening my tools and maintaining my hand tools that I do love to use. A very knowledgeable guy, amazing craftsman. Um, and I, and I apologize. I just realized, and I just subscribed. I realized I wasn't actually subscribed to him. And, and so I'm, I'm making my confession that I was not subscribed and I am now. My apologies for not being subscribed. I thought I was. Um, oh, this changes everything. It, it does change everything because he he asked me to uh, make some music for his channel because I have my my home studio up and running, and so I I got a, I made a couple songs for him um, that he's going to be in some of his upcoming videos, and I'm going to oh, work on after we're done recording this. I'm going to try and work on a little like uh, intro music for him to use for all of his things, but. Um, uh, this is something, and then, you know, I just recently did the title music for our podcast, and uh, this is something I'm going to start offering as a service, I believe, to other makers out there. If you want music uh, for your videos that isn't just canned music, um, drop me a line, tim at timsway.net or tim at podcast, and we'll discuss it. You know, obviously, there's a lot of different ways, and there's some different levels and stuff of amounts of music, whether it's just guitar or you want. But I thought it would be a fun thing to do. To So basically, what you do is you you would buy a song. And then you own that song. Like there's no, it's it's not like a royalty free thing where like a million people have it. You have your own song, like you know that you can use for every video or for one video or cut it up, whatever. Ooh, um, like I just I thought that'd be kind of a cool service to offer other YouTubers, and you don't have to be a maker either. Any any YouTubers, just like yeah, I'll, I'll make you some background music. It'll be real. It'll be yours, and I, I won't have any claim to it. You own it. You can if you make a million like hits with it, it's your song. It, you know. So uh, I, w- I would also appreciate input and. In, on that, if anybody's interested in that type of a service, I thought it'd be something fun to do for all of us. Uh, yeah, now that I already have one of your songs, I'm thinking I'm going to mix yeah, it up the, with some DJ Smack. And you got the last, you got the last free one, buddy. Ding ding Sorry, I was like, I was in the studio there for a second. Yeah, it was just like it. It was just like it. But I, you know, I'm thinking like, I mean, something like that, like a simple acoustic guitar thing, was like like 50 bucks. You got a song, like three, four minutes of music. You can loop it, whatever. You know, like I mean, and then obviously it goes up, you know, more complex and stuff. But uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now, and I thought that'd be a fun thing to do. How much for one with Vance vocals on it? Oh, that's thousands, thousands, because of the child labor laws, you know. All right, I'll start saving. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be more than happy to um to give you my vocals for free. Yeah. I've gotten your vocals. I'm good, thanks. Oh, <laughs> who's Who are you, you know, watching, Bill? Uh, I was gonna say. What, I was gonna say. What are you watching, Phil? So oh. then we could do this and then continue to banter and then cut off Bill. Oh, well, all right. Uh, who am I watching now? I mean, I know nah, it's coming. It's never too late, Phil. It's never too late. Never too late. Change is good. Yeah, change is good. Live the moment. 
So well, I just um, got a notification. I, I'll be back in a while anyway. So, okay, great. Um, so, full disclosure, it's not always easy to find. Like sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't to find these channels to you know to mention every week. So uh, this week there's there's one uh, video that I watched, but then I clicked on the link and I subscribed. Uh, it's called J Smith Woodwork, and every once in a while you come across one of these channels that's got like eight to ten videos, and it's just really really well done. And you're like, okay, this is one I want to add to my list because it's obviously very polished. They know what they're doing. And, like, it's just good music, good rhythm, um, good videography. And, and this is one of those. So the one that I watched was the um, – they just did, like, a scrap wood storage cart and something simple, silly, you know, like like the lights that I did, one of these shop projects. But the video was really well done. You know, the cart was fine, I guess. It's just a box with wheels on it. But – you know, the video inspires me to want to binge on the rest of the stuff that they did. So hmm. I recommend checking that out because that's what I'm going to be doing. Cool. All uh, right, so that's, we're, we're all done then, yeah, I guess. I guess so. I I guess Bill, wait, Bill, wait, no. Bill wants to go answer no, his... No, <laughs> me, me, don't forget uh, me. Uh, the Grammy goes too. Right. Why don't you go ahead, Bill? What are you watching? Well, first of all, I'd like to do a couple of shout-outs. Um, oh, wait, so, one, let me just say one real quick because I mentioned it before, but I just want to say it now. Um, the guy who gave me the great advice about the routing, the melamine, his name is Phil Pontillo. Phil Pontillo. I never do shout outs, but I, I want to do that one because he deserves it. That was an awesome tip. Sorry. Go ahead. What was that tip? Because you never actually said that. It was. Yeah. So you, you, t- you, you clamp down your straight edge, which is where you were going to make your line. You put some tapes on t- like uh, masking tape on the, on the, the edge guide you route, and then you remove the tape. So it brings it over by, let's say a few thou. And then, and then you've just widened your gap a little bit. So you run your router again. Awesome tip. Thank you, Phil. Both Phil's. Both, <laughs> no, not you. Just the other guy. He was the one being generous. Well, I'm with his saying knowledge. it. I'm broadcasting saved your it. bacon, buddy. Saved your bacon. So, all right. So my let me do a couple of shout outs. So did you guys <laughs> know that next month is Movember? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Friends and, do that. Um, yeah, uh, Rick Wilkie uh, with Wilkie Woodshop. He's um, uh, he listens to us and he's he's pretty supportive uh, in the community in general. And I just wanted to give Rick a shout out. He 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 does that, and it's something uh, I, I believe it's Movember dot com. Google it. I don't know, but it's it's to help promote uh, men's health, mental health, uh, suicide, prostate cancer, testicular cancer. So basically, you just let your stuff grow. Let your mustache grow. For the month of November. Don't shave it. Yeah, it's not Phil. a beard, though. It's a mustache. Yeah. It's a yeah. mustache. You just want to make sure. It's like a super creepy mustache. That's what you have to grow for No, a it's month. anything. It's to be, to be a part of it, Phil. You just – you have the I super creepy the money. already. Just, just do the mustache. That's all we need. Nah, I, I give the money because I'm happy to donate and it's important. But you don't want to see me with a mustache. It's like Magnum P.I. went the wrong way. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the whole point of the month. I just I can't do it. I Even I Higgins just, wouldn't want to take part of it. I I don't. I think I know what I want for Christmas now. I, I I'm going to tell you what we're going to have within four hours of this podcast being out to the public. Oh, like Jamie, Jamie Page. Page. Jamie Page. We need, we need Phil with Tom Selleck's mustache. Go. Absolutely. <laughs> but then Bill as Higgins. So. Oh, I can do Higgins. I can do in, Higgins. In a Testarossa. Is that the Ferrari he drove? It wasn't a Testarossa. No, it was, no, a, it was a, a 916 or something. Not 916. Hold on. Um, it wasn't a Testarossa. It, was no, way it wasn't a 916 that. either. It was better than a 916. 
No, yeah, way better. It was um, Night 16 is a Porsche. But anyway, so uh, Rick Wilkie, we love you, brother. Thank you for that that November remember for us men to take care of ourselves. Um, since I'm you know, mentally unstable lately, I, I, I can appreciate that more than most. Also, um, did you guys know that, that uh, S.A. Maker, our buddy Hugo, and Paul Jackman did a Jocko um, 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 a USB thing video? Did you guys know that? Did you? Did you? It's in my watch I, it later. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, I, not to put you on the spot, actually. I was trying to put you both on the spot. I watched it. Anyway, um, yeah. uh, for Jocko, really good. Uh, thank you, Paul and Hugo. And um, Mark Schaefermeyer just uh, po- started posting. He got he won all of that stuff from everybody from MakerCast, mm. and he just got it in the mail, and they had a horrible internet connection. Brittany was trying to... Uh, take video and do it live while he was opening everything. But uh, so you get, it's kind of like what we see Phil most of the time he's freeze framing. So here's Mark just like, like this huge smile on his face, opening up thousands of things from all over the interwebs in the world of wonder. So uh, glad, glad you got stuff, uh, Mark. That's really cool. Congratulations. I don't hate you hardly at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, so who am I watching? Well, this is going to be kind of weird because Tim last week you talked about him. He's one of our patrons it's Scott Turner, and I believe you've got his last video, and you're actually going to re-edit it like you did Phil's. Yeah, I'm going to hopefully post that. Like, kind of the schedule I'm trying to be on is where I like I have a build video on the weekends, and if I put another video out during the week, I'm going to try and do that this week, a, a re-edit of his latest video that I think you're going to talk about. Yeah, well, it's not only his latest video, but just about every video All he's done. Yeah. Um, I, you know, you, you mentioned it, and I've been subscribed to Scott for a while, and I know he's been a supporter of ours, and just he's a super nice guy. And when I when I think about some of the comments, he's watched my videos, and he leaves. It's like he makes me feel like he really is like, wow, Bill, great job. He really appreciates what I do. And when I've watched, I haven't seen a couple of his the last couple of videos, and you mentioned him, so I went and I watched it. I'm like, this guy is the real deal. He is beyond amazing i mean sometimes i need that little reality check to where don't get me wrong guys i think i can be creative i think i can make some stuff but i'm a hack and i enjoy it and i'm just what when i saw the, uh, the the shop stool that you're doing the video edit um the the idea behind that how his mind works to come up with that creativity and then the 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 video before that is a coffee table both industrial style just as beefy monster steel and wood and and he's using a a, 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 a cheap welder uh, it's kind of like a stick welder but it's the the tig and I'm, I'm I've lost a, my train of thought the flex yeah it's flex, flex core, core flex yeah. flex core welder so he's got extra grinding to do and he's doing some minutia welding to where it's just a lot of these parts and he's thinking about everything it's just amazing I mean the guy and I and I said that to him I'm like Scott you really are I want to be you when I grow up. And I, yeah. I just think he's the real deal. He's a maker. He's an artist beyond compare. I mean, and he's did you got see his less. De- did you see his deck railing? Yes. You right. Hand hammered that stuff. It's it, he's got less than, and the whole point of that, he's got less than 500 subscribers. And that's just unreal to me because mm-hmm. I think if, if, if people were one third as inspired by him as I am, he would have 10 million subscribers. He's just that good. So everybody should check out Scott Turner. He's who I'm watching. 
Um, we love you, Scott. He's why I'm doing the the build that I'm doing that's turned into two builds, and he's just an amazing, super nice guy, and I can't believe somebody like him thinks what I do is cool, and I appreciate him much more than he knows, and uh, I hope maybe now other people will and can appreciate Mr. Scott Turner. Yes. You're here. So say we all. So say, so we, say all. we all. Oh, 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 and he has the he has the greatest background music in every one of his videos. Every yeah. it's like the music he listens to is exactly what I would listen to. And he's like in Tennessee. It's amazing. <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. It's, it's like you know, Tennessee. he's in Australia. He's listening to all this oldie, like, you know, easy listening rock. Like, I mean, it's just everything he plays. I'm like it's it's because you can't hear the full song otherwise it would be bad i guess but you see all these little snippets of these songs it's, it's like every song is amazing it's great whatever station oh, that is i wish like i had it here park and like all this like 70s like ballads yeah. this is it's amazing it's awesome it's, awesome. it's awesome I, I i actually when i was editing his video i was like making sure to leave all of that in <laughs> like all the neil diamond <laughs> and like that it has to be in there those are the cuts yeah, sweet Caroline. <laughs> You're welcome, Phil. Good. I told you I'd give no, you some listen. for free. Good times never seem so good. So, um, <clears throat> our channels <laughs> on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I am Phil Pinsky. Uh, Bill, you have some kind of a, a website you're doing now. I do. I have a WilliamLutz.com where you can find me and you and. And um, Justin and Casey and everybody that makes me happy and smile. It's kind of like it's when I go to that website, it's like a hug. WilliamLutz.com. Did you leave Tim out on purpose? No, I meant you as in you too. I was looking at both of you when I said that. So use you, use use, use, use guys use, use guys. guys use oh, guys. I'm sorry, youths. I don't want to uh, educate you on the Englishes, <laughs> but it's use guys. Use guys exactly. So, Tim, uh, we don't need to hear from you because they can find you through me. Yeah, that's all you need to know. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's search engine optimization right there, guys. <laughs> and and a, a real quick shout out to Justin. I love you for the website. You're great. Forever. Uh, contact us for show topic suggestions. <laughs> I can't even do it. What are you the doing? Heart oh, the heart. Yeah. Okay. How We're doing that. My fingers don't work like some, that. Some adorable gestures they're doing. Heart shape. That one's not adorable. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of look like a uterus. But anyway. I'm going to try that again. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, comments, any kind of feedback at all by emails, info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com or send us a tweet at reclaimedaudio. Um, on iTunes, please leave us a review. We've actually been getting quite a few of them recently, and they are fantastic, and it's really, really great to read them. And uh, I sort of get them because I pull them out of the website. I've got like a little uh, app for our website, and it and pulls it out for me. And then I send it on to the guys, and every time that I do, it's always really, really cool to get it. So please continue to leave that kind of feedback for us. We love it. And patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. Guys, super important. Please check out the site and uh, and we'd really appreciate your support. Uh, Bill, I feel like you want to say something. Yeah, I just want to remind everybody that making it 100th episode, they are celebrating in Boston in the beginning of December 
Um, and just, we are lucky enough to, we're going to be a part of that in some way or another. And I just, first of all, I can't believe that, but I just want to remind everybody, all, you know, all five people that listen to us, make sure you're listening to making it. And, um, you're, I hope to see everybody there. I, I'm not sure how everything is being coordinated. I'm kind of like in the background on this one. I'm just smiling and saying, I going to Boston. I was going to Boston. But other than that, just, uh, making it listen to them, see what's going on, their social media, and hopefully we'll find out more deets soon. Yeah. Yes. Thanks guys. Have a great week. Be good.